Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Garrett Rennan. So I want to start this episode off by asking you a question. Is it possible to change who you are, to change your character, without making changes to your body? See, there is an idea that we live in a multi-dimensional universe in which there are both higher and lower levels of existence. The lower dimensions are denser, more solid, more material, and less energetic, while the higher dimensions are less dense, less solid, less material, and more energetic. In other words, existence in lower dimensions is comprised of more matter and less energy, whereas existence in higher dimensions is less physical and more energetic. According to this theory, we currently reside in either the third or fourth dimension. I'm not really sure. Either way, we seem to be living in some sort of middle ground. We all have a highly energetic essence about us, which is called the soul or spirit. This spirit gives us a high level of consciousness. However, this spirit of ours is contained inside a physical body, which operates in a fairly materialistic world. It's kind of like the movie Avatar. Our physical body is the vessel in which our spirit confronts and interacts within with the world. So we are these high vibrational beings who operate a human body avatar, and this weird situation leads to a lot of questions. For example, how much of this physical world can be manipulated by the energy of our minds or spirit? How much of our reality can we manifest? How much influence does thoughts, emotions, and intentions have on our material world? How much of all the mystical shit we hear about is actually real? I have no idea, but I'm trying to find out. However, the one thing I am sure about is that the only way to truly make change in this world is to take physical action, or is to physically take action. If you want to lose weight, get stronger, find a partner slash lover, start a business, run a marathon, learn to play guitar, kick an addiction, whatever it is, it takes actual physical movement. You have to physically get up, move your body, and interact with the world in order to make shit happen. Therefore, our physical bodies matter a lot. While our body is not a true representation of who we are, our body is most definitely an expression of our character. And I'm not talking about body image. Your character or your potential is not necessarily based on how your body looks. It's not about having a specific body shape or being at a certain weight or having a particular body fat percentage. Instead, your character is a direct result of the connections between your spirit and body. A strong connection results in a body that is able to move with grace, coordination, fluidity, and confidence. In addition, a deep connection results in a body that is strong, resilient, and capable. When it comes to superficial body image, there are many factors out of our control, such as age, genetics, and societal preference. However, everyone has the ability to develop a deeper connection with their own body. And and as you know, we live in a sedentary world. The average person sits around eight hours a day, and that's not counting sleep. Not to mention, most people get very little physical activity, if any. As a result, we have lost the connection with our bodies. 
As this connection to our body weakens, our movement becomes awkward and rigid. This lack of grace and coordination in our movement results in a feeling of being uncomfortable in our own skin. Feeling uncomfortable in our own body then leads to feelings of low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, and sadness. This is because our body and mind are also connected. And as the 19th century Danish philosopher Soren Kierkegaard said, a a disorganization in one shows itself in the other. So meaning a disorganization in either the mind or the body shows itself in the other. So it's all connected, right? Our personal experience is made up of three parts, let's call them. Our mind, body, and spirit. The spirit is our potential. It's our character, which is expressed through both our body and mind. Therefore, a change in your body not only affects the state of your mind, it also changes who you are on a fundamental level. It changes your character. Basically, this means that one of the simplest and most effective ways to make real significant positive change in your life is to use your body. Being physically active strengthens the connections between the mind and spirit, and as those connections increase, so does the quality of your life. The good news is that using your body is simple. All you have to do is move, which leads to the golden rule of physical activity. Do what you can with what you got. That's it. It's really that simple. All you have to do is pick an activity, show up, and participate. However, right, there's always a catch. That is easier said than done. Remember, simple doesn't equate to easy. Starting a physical journey will make you confront all the negative thoughts living deep inside your mind. It will bring you face-to-face with your ego. See, our ego protects us from the truth. It, It makes us believe we are more accomplished, more capable than we really are. And trust me, realizing that you're not as strong, capable, resilient, or even knowledgeable as you thought is definitely a hard pill to swallow. But it's also, but it's so necessary for personal development. Discovering our inadequacies gives us the knowledge to become stronger. See, we do not become better by just focusing on our good qualities. We must also make our weaknesses stronger. So, like I mentioned earlier, using your body is simple. This means that there are a lot of ways to develop yourself physically. The truth is that any physical movement you do is way better than doing nothing at all. However, not all methods are created equal and some are definitely better than others. And the best way I have found to develop yourself physically is to pick a physical hobby. And by hobby, I mean choosing an activity that requires persistence and patience, something that requires developing skill and mastery, ideally choosing an activity that is relatively easy to learn, but takes a lifetime to master. And that last statement is critical because surface and superficial activities become boring rather quickly. The best activities are the ones that require not only a deep understanding of the subject matter, but also require you to develop a deeper understanding of yourself, both physically and mentally. The best hobby I have found is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And remember that quote from Fight Club? How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Well, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you are basically fighting another person. Sure, there are, there are agreed-upon rules, but for the most part, it's mano-a-mano. And grappling with another person will tell you more about yourself than any other method. As Friedrich Nietzsche said... 
There is more wisdom in your body than in your deepest philosophy. So testing yourself against another human in simulated combat will quickly reveal your true character. So with that in mind, it is recommended to choose a hobby that has a competitive aspect about it. Not so you can necessarily compare yourself with others, but because there are standards which allow you to track progress. The goal is always to compete against yourself, but to become a better person, you know, sorry, the the goal is to compete against yourself. It's to become a better person. However, competing with others is just as valuable because it allows you to experience what's possible. It's an extra layer of motivation. When you compete with others, you share the exact same goals, which allow you to learn from each other's experience. See, in in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, when I'm sparring with my training partners, the goal is to submit each other. Because we share the same goals and intentions, we can't help but make each other better. We intentionally or even unintentionally force each other to improve. And helping each other creates strong bonds. And these bonds then go on to create an even stronger community. One of the things I like to think about is iron sharpens iron. And strong, so strong training partners, well, they make you stronger. This is why working and competing and, and competing with people who are better than you is so important to your own personal growth. And another benefit of a physical hobby is it forces you to make better choices in your everyday life. See, about 12 years ago, I was obsessed with triathlons. And triathlons, just like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, they've forced me to eat healthier, drink less, get more sleep, and to structure my workouts. In fact, triathlons are directly responsible for my love of fitness and human potential. One thing I learned that, because once I learned that I could gain advantages by making smarter choices, the decisions became a no-brainer because now I had a reason. I had a why. And he who has a why to live, wrote Friedrich Nietzsche, can bear almost any how. So the answer to the initial question, is it possible to change who you are, to change your character without making changes to your body? The answer, I believe, is no. The only way to improve your character is to develop a deeper connection with your body. And as we discussed earlier, this deeper connection results in a body that is strong, resilient, and moves with grace and coordination. So if you haven't found a physical hobby, I urge you to start looking immediately It is by far the best way for you to engage with your body. And so as I close this episode, I want you to remember two things. The first one was that golden rule. Do what you can with what you got. And secondly, take care of your physical body because it's the only way your spirit can interact with the world. See you on the other side.